Welcome to the Jay Tufele episode. It's the guy who we picked to start off the third day. It's another interesting player, a former rugby player. Funny enough, Jay Tufele, 6'3", 305-pound defensive tackle from USC. There's a lot to like about this guy. He said it's the guy who we started off the day with. He was another one of those players who opted out of the 2020 college season. So what a surprise. This is the third straight pick in a row, or really fourth straight pick in a row, for guys that either didn't play last year due to opt-out or injury. Tyson Campbell injury, Walker Little opt-out, Andre Sisco injury, and Tufele opt-out. So the fourth straight guy. But I think this is another one of those players that has extreme potential if he can get it going. Um, it was our fourth round pick, of course. He opted out in 2020, but he did make the first team all Pac-12 in 2019. Um, it's another Power 5 player. Lawrence, Etienne, Campbell, Cisco, Walker Little, all Power 5 players. And this is another one. Um, he was teammates with Elijah Vera Tucker, which means he practiced against him. And obviously Vera Tucker is very good. So he, I would say that he's not on the best team at USC, but he did get plenty, um, plenty reps against good players. Um, in 2019, actually, he was on a, a first-round pick in mock drafts before he opted out in 2020. Uh, he said his opt-out wasn't football-related, uh, which is understandable, but uh, from a football standpoint, the lack of a 2020 season stunted his draft stock. So yet again, we got a guy that should have been a first-rounder, but due to an opt-out, he was not, just like Walker Little. Um, our defensive line coach really believes in you. That's what uh, the draft room phone call said to Jay Tefele. And he almost played for Urban Meyer in college. He didn't He didn't commit to uh, Ohio State, but he almost did. Um, in high school, he was on the varsity team, of course. 63 tackles, 6 sacks. Um, he was on the Max Preps All-American First Team. He had 57 tackles, 10 sacks on his way to being a Salt Lake Tribune's high school football MVP. He did not play senior year due to a torn ligament in his foot, but he also played rugby, as we mentioned. He was a top 40 recruit in college, Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Utah, USC. He eventually went to USC on signing day. He was a four-star guy on Rivals. He was a five-star guy. On 247. 2018, he played 12 games, had 23 tackles, 4.5 for a loss, 3 sacks. Pretty good. 2019, 13 games played, 42 tackles, 6.5 for a loss, 4.5 sacks. Those are good numbers for a college defensive tackle. This guy is really good, although he had to opt out, and so he lost his draft stock. But this player definitely has a lot on the table. 
Um, let's talk about his summary. In 2018-2019, he was one of the most consistent players we already mentioned. Uh, in the Pac-12, he made an instant impact with three sacks and 23 tackles in his freshman year. And then in his sophomore year, as we just looked, he had 42 stops, four and a half sacks, and a pass batted. Um, he looked better with the extra year experience and was probably a first-round pick uh, in this draft if he would have played again. Uh, an interior pass rusher, of course, something that we kind of need. Um, Tavon Bryant is probably not going to be on this team next year after this pick. Uh, Tufele is quick off the snap. He plays with good pad level to gain leverage on offensive linemen. He actively uses his hands and has a strong swim move uh, to shed the guards, which is important. Um, although it's a lot harder to get swim moves in the NFL, uh, Warren Sapp will be that guy, you know. Uh, Tufele produces the developed upper body strength to shove blockers away and shows a burst of close in both phases. Tufele displays an excellent motor and doesn't quite quit on the plays, which is good. You know, just because a play might have already got past him, he's still going to go at it. He basically plays to the whistle. Um, he is going to need to improve his pass rushing moves, though, because uh, he's more of a run block kind of guy. Um, he is he is a solid run defender, uh, but he, he uses his strong upper body to keep guards from pushing him off the ball, which is important. He's a big guy, uh, kind of like Vita Vea. Um, and he shows nice ability to push off and pursue down the line to get in on tackles. Tefele possesses good agility for a bigger tackle, um, allowing him to do a nice job redirecting through trash to get in on the stops, which is good. Uh, Tefele can also fire his gap to penetrate the backfield to cause disruption. You mentioned he's a pretty good rush running guy. He can get covered up by longer and bigger defenders, though. Um, and he could stand to improve his ability to take on bump blocks in the next level, uh, especially if he plays nose tackle in the NFL. If he plays no nose tackle, he will probably need to uh, improve his bump blocks. Um, his best fit is probably going to be in a 4-3 defense, but he could also play nose tackle. Um, he may not have the size and strength, however, to hold up as a two-gap tackle who absorbs double teams. Uh, Tefele could probably play nose tackle in a 3-4, but would be undersized compared to the typical 3-4-0 techniques. He also lacks the length. So, he is definitely a 4-3 kind of guy. I feel like if you put him in the 3-4, we're kind of ruining his potential a little bit. Um, his style of play is speed, shorter, thick build. Um, it's a lot like Malik Collins out of Nebraska. They are both the same exact uh, size and weight and have pretty much the same amount of burst. Um, his weakness is he needs more pass rushing moves. He's not exactly the best pass rushing kind of guy. He can get covered up in the ground game, even though he is a running, uh, rushing kind of defensive tackle. Uh, but especially if you're in a 3-4 situation, he's going to get covered up. His length isn't exactly the longest, so that might give him problems. He obviously didn't play last year, which is an, another year of development gone. Um, he doesn't fit into a 3-4, so that kind of lacks, or that kind of takes away that portion because he doesn't have the length or a weight. Um, and I don't know what we're going to go for in our offense, uh, whether that's a 4-3 or 3-4. I think Joe Cullen's going to do a 4-3. I'm really not sure. Uh, 
But yeah, Tefele would be really good in a 4-3, pretty much. And not that great in a 3-4. Um, his strengths, though, he has a great motor. He's a hard-charging kind of offensive line or defensive uh, lineman. Sorry. Um, he causes plenty of havoc. He is quick to close into gaps. He's going to see it. He's going to go forward. He's going to try to get to the quarterback, get to the running back. He has the really good swim move, as we mentioned, but it's not exactly the best in the NFL. Um, he's a thick guy. He has the ability to fight off of the blocks. Um, he flows down the line to make tackles. He has upper body strength, which is good. His range is quite impressive, even though his length isn't the best. Um, and he has quite a bit of upside. I think that's something that the Jaguars are going to be hoping that he brings to the table. Because as we mentioned, it's another guy who doesn't exactly have the college background to prove what he is because of an opt-out or because of an injury. In his case, the opt-out. Although he did have an injury in high school. But that's not the biggest of situations. You know, that's that's over now. This This is a guy that has plenty of potential. I mean... I would say... I would say he could be a starter within two years, but you also have to think of who who we've brought in. We've brought in Roy Robertson-Harris. We have Malcolm Brown. Uh, but I think this pick is the answer to Devon Bryan, or Tan Bryan, whatever. It's the answer to that. It's Jay Tefele is going to play behind Bryan this year, behind Hamilton, behind you know Brown, Harris, but he's going to be a rotation kind of guy who's going to have plenty of upside and will probably take Taven Bryan's face at the end of the year into next year. So that's my opinions on JT Failey. Let me know what you think. I'd say it's probably a B, B minus, because he has plenty of upside, but he doesn't have the background to prove it, so to say. But he is a rugby player. He doesn't exactly have the best size, but it depends what scheme we put him in. And that's my opinion on JT Failey.